Courage to Succeed, Episode 4. Welcome to the Courage to Succeed podcast. The Courage to Succeed podcasts are about delivering information that support the development of your B2B business. Sponsored by Shore LLC, a full-service consulting firm that specializes in deploying first-hand knowledge gained from decades of experience mixed with the resources of time-tested and proven associates to advise and guide you towards a path of successful growth. In other words, we have been there and done that. Today's episode is focused on B2B prospecting. What is prospecting? Prospecting is the first step in the sales process, which consists of identifying potential customers, aka prospects. The goal of prospecting is to develop a database of likely customers and then systematically communicate with them in the hopes of converting them from potential customers to current customers. You want to know who you're trying to attract, what's important to them, and how they do business. For example, if you sell plumbing supplies to plumbers, You want to find out how plumbers get customers. What if, for example, the plumber bids on government contracts by responding to formal solicitations? You want to figure out where they go to find solicitations and find ways to connect with them there so that when they see the list of solicitation opportunities, they see you or your company's information. If they attend pre-bid conferences, you should be attending the same conferences and making yourself known. If they go to trade shows, for example, seek to meet them at the trade shows. The term prospecting comes from the historical reference to the gold diggers during the great gold rush in the West. The gold diggers or prospectors would go to a location where they suspect there was gold and shift through the dirt carefully looking for a flicker of gold in the dirt and would dig until they found a nugget. So as business owners or sales or as a salesperson, you're digging or prospecting for gold, the potential customer. Just keep in mind that even with preparation, you may still come across, quote, fool's gold or customers that are not right for your business. But if you're not digging, you won't find any customers. Here's something that I've always done and still do with very decent success. Attend a pre-bid conference. Put your name on the attendees list. 
or get a copy of the list from the meeting host and reach out to all the attendees. You can try other methods like blanket or broadcast advertising on billboards and magazines, radio or even TV, etc. If you're looking to attract a business using these mediums, may be a way to do that. Everyone that is connected to a business is either a business owner or work for a business owner or like you provide products or services to a business or owner. Of course, the challenge with this method is that it is extremely random and if you are noticed by a potential customer, you never knew it was coming. A lot of people may see what you put out there, but are they the potential customer? These methods tend to most likely work for business to consumers. However, even that approach is now much more calculated using media targeting methods like artificial intelligence or algorithms. I personally prefer to take the approach to be very specific about where you put your efforts to find potential prospects. Figure out where they go and follow them there. Places like industry trade shows, online searches, I mean, Google, etc. all of the methods that you would use to, you know, name search, build a list from that. Uh, networking events are a good place, in-person or virtual. Opportunity outreaches. There's often companies that are soliciting for uh, companies to join them on projects and they hold uh, matchmaking sessions or what they call outreaches is a good medium, good place to find potential um, customers. Social events. Obviously, I mean, going to uh, happy hours or private parties or public parties, uh, where, wherever you can go to meet and greet people. And of course, social media media these days is a, a big avenue. LinkedIn and uh, Instagram and um, Facebook and other social media platforms that allow you to, you know, talk about your company and what you do and offer services is a good way to um, meet potential prospects. Uh, Pre-bid conferences, as we talked about earlier, you know, you, you understand the market your customer is in, you find uh, what, when a bid or a proposal is let, and you find a way to attend the conference, uh, whether that's uh, virtual or in person. And then proposal bidders list, you can often get a list of people that are potential bidders on a specific uh, opportunity 
and you can reach out to them. And of course, don't forget word of mouth and asking for referrals, um, especially from customers that you've been successful with. I shared with you in earlier episodes that I got my first customer by putting flyers on cars. Of course, that was in 1986, and so that type of prospecting you may want to stay away from, uh, you know, that method these days. But the thought process is still valid. You must let your potential audience know that you exist and figure out a way to get as close to your exact prospect as possible. Letting people know that you exist is crucial to your start and survival of your business. But to stay on topic, this episode of Curious to Succeed podcast is about prospecting on plain language, finding the potential customer. A big part of that process is knowing what to say to get their attention. Let me share one of the ways to do that. We already established in previous episodes that most businesses are started by people who are or have been subject matter experts or at least experienced in the business area that they are offering goods or services in. Technicians, so to speak. So you know something about what the potential customer is into or challenges they may face. That's connect with them by sharing a little bit of that technical knowledge. So I would develop a letter of introduction or an elevator speed pitch um, and we can talk more about that in future shows, the elevator pitch, but an elevator pitch is a very quick and concise description of who you are and what you do that should last during the time between when an elevator door closes and opens again on the next floor. Or, if given the opportunity, you can provide a brief presentation based on what you know or what you discovered in your research or participation in one of the activities we listed earlier. I would attend a pre-bid conference in person or virtually or just ask for the list of attendees from the host. I put together a couple of sentences based on the specific opportunity with the compelling title to get their initial attention and I sent out, send out a letter or email to every potential contact. Let me leave you with this tip though. Carefully scrub the list to remove any potential competitors of yours. You don't really want your competitors to understand or capture your process or use your language 
um, to duplicate what you're doing to find a prospect. So you may have to look at the list and if you are not sure um, of the companies by their name, XYZ Plumber versus XYZ Consultants, you want to, you may have to do a little quick research, look them up and make sure that they're not a potential competitor uh, that you got off of the attendee list name. One other tip, by the way, don't bulk mail or bulk email. For uh, personalize each message using the context specific information. For example, don't um, put the entire list on an email, everybody's email address, which you typically can get on a bidder's list or conference attendees list into one email and send it out so that everybody sees that every, everyone else is on that list or um, you send it out without personally addressing the specific contact for that company. Um, so yeah, it's, it may be some work to, you know, uh, type 20 different letters and there's ways to, to cut that that we can talk about to, to optimize that process. But you want to address the contact at the company, uh, specifically so that when they receive the email, it appears to them that you're only talking to them, not that you broadcast it to everyone. You want to let them know in that message that you exist and you're ready for business. Let me sort of sidetrack for a minute and share um, my my hot dog cafe story, as I call it. When one of my daughters was very young, she and I would play a game of guessing how long a business would be around based on our customer experience when we interacted with that business. In fact, we used to joke that one day we would own a consulting business centered around helping business owners understand customer experience and advising them on how to improve it. Maybe there's still a need for this type of service, uh, LOL, as they say. So one day, while driving through the parking lot of a neighborhood strip plaza, I noticed a coming soon sign. There was a poster on the window of a restaurant that was no longer open, announcing that a new hot dog cafe was about to open. I like hot dogs and have fond memories of the hot dog grill that was for many years of my youth operating at the local mall. Whenever I visited that mall, there seemed to always be a line for these hot dogs. The grill was well organized and you could see and smell 
the different varieties of hot dogs lined up on the grill with onions and mustard and sides all there ready to service fresh buns to put the hot dogs on. They had great customer service and was able to quickly move the line along. However, by the time I saw this sign in the strip mall, uh, that hot dog grill was long gone uh, with the demise of that mall. So when I saw this coming soon poster, I was filled with anticipation. Then it finally opened. I walked into the new cafe and immediately noticed the modern design style of the cafe, including the multiple large screen TVs on the walls and the expansive and colorful menu board. I ordered the hot dog of my choice, and then I waited and waited and waited for for what I thought was far too long, a wait just for a hot dog. While I was waiting, my immediate thought, remembering back to those days of the guessing game that my daughter and I played, was they won't be in business long. Now, that quick assessment that was made only after my first visit may seem harsh, but I couldn't help but think while waiting so long to get my order about a few things that seemed a little out of source. Even though this new place was in my community, I never saw any advertisements like a flyer or news broadcast or public or public announcement other than that coming soon poster that I stumbled across while driving through the parking lot on my way to another establishment. To me, TVs on the wall just didn't make sense, especially if it used to used up the budget that could have been used to advertise that the place was now open for business. So why did it take so long to get a hot dog? Remember my experience at the mall grill? where I could see and smell the the hot dogs on the grill. My guess was it may last a year. But that turned out to be generous. Letting people know that you are open for business is as important as any other aspect of starting or running a company and is most often the area that gets the least attention. Just being good at what you do is not enough. You should always be telling your audience that you are here and going after them in a specific and targeted method. 
if you have a sales, marketing, or business development team, you're simply multiplying the prospecting process. So do your research, build your target list of likely suspects, and go after turning them into prospects and ultimately customers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Courage to Succeed podcast. For more information on B2B prospecting or for help in developing your prospecting process, feel free to reach out at harrisfml at outlook.com. The Carries to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC, offering business development, customer acquisition, certification applications, proposal writing, and business guidance. I'm your host, Dennis Harris.